You are listening to the PEDS Therapy Collective, where clinicians come to share and grow from an interdisciplinary perspective. Hey, welcome to the PEDS Therapy Collective. My name's Christine, and I am a physical therapist, and I treat in Denver. And the idea behind this kind of came just just thinking about how we could better serve each other as clinicians and how, you know, whether you have been a clinician for the past 20 years or our new grad, when we're working in pediatric therapy, we definitely are on an island of our own, especially if you are working in the parents, in the kids' homes. Uh, you're driving around all of the day. You, you feel a lot of the times like you are isolated. Or if you're in a clinic, you still may um, be in a clinic setting that isn't the most transdisciplinary or interdisciplinary. And I really think that that is the way we should be treating from a, a multidisciplinary approach. Yes, we are all therapists or clinicians with our own titles and degrees. But as far as it comes, uh, when it comes to looking at the child as a whole child and not just only as a physical therapist or only as a speech therapist, I think the best way to serve the families and the kids that we work with is to take that multidisciplinary approach. So even if you're not in the early intervention setting where you are working within the confines of the primary service provider model, it's still important to take that multidisciplinary approach. So that's what this podcast is all about. So we'll be interviewing guests on the podcast, and I want to have at least two other clinicians besides myself in most of the episodes who are answering questions from the audience and who who are the members of my audience? Well, I have a Facebook community called Peds Therapy Collective. Right now, I'm just advertising it for um, the Denver area, the, the Colorado Front Range. But if you really have an interest in, in joining um, that Facebook community, you can search for us there. Um, and also, I have a monthly newsletter that I'm putting out. So if you're interested in that, um, definitely go ahead and reach out to me via email and my email address is sweet infant massage classes at gmail.com so back to the point of this podcast is for us to share ideas and really hear about these treatment strategies from a multidisciplinary point of view so some of you might be working in um, locations that do team children and that's great um, but not everybody can be on Um, on a team like that. And so this is just another outlet for us to share ideas and kind of see what other people think about um, different treatment strategies or different diagnoses or, you know, when you're stuck with something, uh, what to do. So there aren't very many rules of this podcast, but the main rule, of course, is to keep things private. Any protected health information needs to stay out of the podcast. We won't be mentioning anybody's names. Um, We can give them uh, aliases if you would like, but please, when you submit your questions, um, don't use any protected health information or I'll just leave that out. Um, And if you want to appear on the podcast, you can go into the description of the podcast and there'll be a sign up genius link 
uh, go ahead and go there and pick a slot for um, the podcast. And I am opening this up to all clinicians, whether you are a, a physical therapist, occupational therapist, speech therapist, uh, if you are a service coordinator, if you are a nurse or a dietitian, a vision therapist, uh, someone who works with deaf and hard of hearing, no matter who you are, if you are in the pediatric space, we would like to have you join our collective and hear what you have to say. Um, again, it's about supporting ourselves and, and, and growing as clinicians, and then that will obviously lead to the growth of our practice and helping serve the families and the kids that that we work with on on a daily basis. So that's the goal of this podcast. I wanted to tell you guys all about one more thing that's happening here in Denver, actually in Lakewood, um, the weekend of November 21st through 24th. Um, MNRI is bringing a workshop that one of their um, core workshops to Denver. And if you sign up before October 30th, you will save 10%. Uh, the prices will go up after, after um, October 30th. So you can find that also in the show notes for this particular episode, how to learn more about that class. If you don't know what um, the MNRI Institute uh, is, I'll put that link as well. That's all, actually all there for you. But it is talking about uh, reflex integration. And I, I'll just tell you that I used to not believe in reflex integration. Like I could not wrap my head around how something that should be integrated at one year old or definitely by three is still affecting a child at six, seven, eight, or even older. And I could not understand how a reflex that produces a motor response could have any implications for cognition, social emotional awareness, and speech. It just was going right over my head. Until I went to a local workshop and watched Dr. Jen Spirit give a talk. Actually, I've watched her speak now three times. And she completely opened my eyes to the possibility and, and the science behind what's going on. So um, if you have any doubts about what what that might mean, um, you know, this is this is known as the missing link. And I would agree because a lot of the things that uh, we learned in, in the workshop and I know that we'll learn in November sound very much like Bobath or sound very much like sensory processing. But that's because the primitive reflex comes first. And if we're only kind of working on those other things, you might end up helping the child um, integrate some of the reflexes that are not well integrated just by, by sheer practice and by allowing them to use their bodies. But if, they, um, if you're noticing these hard stops in your kids, those are all reflex-based. So if you're banging your head against the wall and not understanding why progress isn't being made, most likely there is an underlying reflex that is, is not yet integrated or perhaps never even was there. So, um, you know, maybe one day I'll have Dr. Jen on 
to talk about that more or perhaps after my course in November I will have even more information but so far over the past um, five months that I've been incorporating it uh, as much as I can in my practice it has been amazing and it also has really just um, confirmed why things in the past did work for me during my treatment strategies but also why other times I missed it and um, and perhaps why that child is still struggling maybe not with that same motor skill but if a reflex isn't fully integrated like I said these reflexes which are meant to be protective in nature and are meant to kind of be integrated into our motor system, cognitive processing, social emotional awareness, um, all areas of development. If that isn't fully integrated as we grow, we keep growing. We keep acquiring new skills, but if that stumbling block is still there, you're still stumbling over that. So, um, you know, we are all sensory beings. We take in information from our environment we now know that we have more than just the five senses. Of course, I'm preaching to the choir there. Uh, vestibular sense is number six, uh, um, proprioceptive number seven, interoceptive. Uh, for those occupational therapists who have been you know, talking about that for the past few years, yeah, that's that sense of how we know what's going on on the inside. Um, you know, I whether we're hungry or we have to pee, or I can even have the sense of when I ovulate. Uh, if I'm awake for that, I, I can have that internal sense and, and that's that interoception. Other, uh, the other sense is our interpersonal sense, that energy that we feel from each other. Um, and that's a, a, a big sense that sets children off a lot of times into that fight or flight response or freeze or faint and again these reflexes are are meant to be protective for us they're meant to help survival through in utero and through the birth process and then the first year of life as we begin to develop control over our bodies and then as we move into an older child our prefrontal cortex develops further and we can start using that thinking brain by five we are able to understand reality versus fiction um, and being able to start to have uh, more of a value to to our actions not just working off of this reward system and how i gain power and position over you but this is all based in in sensory um, how we take information in from our environment so I, I know that I'll be talking about reflex integration a lot in this podcast just because it, it affects all of us. I'm sure even you as an adult, we could find some reflexes that aren't fully integrated. But just as you, know, you have different sensory preferences, if those preferences don't get in the way of your day-to-day -day life, I'm not too concerned about it. And same thing for, for reflexes. If the reflex is integrated to the point where you have control over your body and thoughts and actions, except for in a very challenging time, like for instance, I stick my tongue out when I am on um, an indoor exercise bicycle, like standing up at high resistance, 
that reflex is not fully integrated, but it doesn't interfere with my day-to-day life. I'm not sticking my tongue out as I'm walking down the street. So I'm not too concerned about working on that reflex. And again, reflex integration does not mean extinction. We're not trying to make the reflex go away. We need reflexes, again, to be protective. Um, These reflexes are mediated through our brainstem and some through our spinal cord, um, some other areas of the brain. But they're fundamental for us to, to be able to integrate them well enough that we have control again, over our motor response, our cognitive processes, how we, the emotions that we feel, um, and all, all areas of development, fine motor speech, everything is, is connected to that. So take a look in the show notes for the link to the MNRI um, workshop that's coming up November 21st through 24th. And you definitely want to jump on this opportunity because it's local to Denver, which is exciting. Most of these courses take place in Chicago, Atlanta, um, different areas that you need to travel. So if you are local to Denver, this is definitely something you want to think about. And if you have any kids that you're just shaking your head, you don't know what to do with them, these quirky little behaviors or they just don't get it, um, these hard stops every time they get into a position, they are screaming or crying or fighting or they've shut down. It's not because they want to do that. It's because they have no other choice with this reflex being um, stimulated. So just something to think about. And I hope to see you there. And I hope you keep listening. So our next episode, episode number two, I'm definitely looking for some guests to jump on with me and questions. So submit your questions to me either via email, sweetpeainfantmassageclasses at gmail.com or in our Facebook group, which is called Peds Therapy Collective. Um, So look for that. Thanks so much.